Welcome back to the Home Inspector Training Series. I am Garth Haslam, the Home Medic. This segment we're talking about step flashing. Now, we talked earlier in the previous segment about flashing generally. We're going to start getting a little bit more specific. Let's say you've got a dormer or a chimney or some large protrusion out of the structure that uh, lies vertically above the roof line. To protect that, uh, that new part of the structure, you're going to want to use flashing that forces, again, the purpose of flashing is to force water to, to go where you want it to go. Now let's say you've got a dormer or a chimney. That dormer has, uh, there's going to be a gap between where the dormer is and where the roof is. That's a great area for water to try to find its way down into the, uh, into the space beneath the shingles where it can get into the attic and then cause rot mold, termites, etc. Um, <clears throat> not only in the attic, but in the living space as well. And uh, your job is to prevent it. I actually saw in one house that I inspected where water had gone along at that edge, run, it had run down underneath the shingles, it had run, um, <clears throat> of course, into the attic and along a wall, and then it actually took a corner along the, the, uh, the front corner of the house and uh, ran along there and then ran down onto the floor of the, of the living room that was located beneath. And it was a long pathway for that water to go, but... You know, it's uh, it'll do that to you. So you got to be very careful about water. the The way to be careful about water is to make sure that the flashing is right. So in this particular case, if you got a dormer, or a chimney, or just a vertical wall, you're going to want to look for step flashing. Now, what that is is they're going they're going to put uh, sections of flashing down, and it's kind kind of going to look like it's being stepped. Um, hence the name. And uh, basically, again, the it's going to be placed so that it forces water to stay on the outside of, uh, of the flashing. And as you look at that flashing, you want to just imagine yourself being a droplet of water. And is there any way that you can cause havoc? Can you get behind or inside that, that flashing in any way? If so, then you need to make sure that your client is, is aware of what's going on there. Same thing with chimneys. You want to look for step flashing, and uh, ideally you're going to want to have some counter flashing as well. In older homes, uh, you're lucky to have any of the above, but sometimes what I will see is step flashing as, uh, as you run down the edges of the chimney going, going downhill. And then what will happen is that flashing starts getting aged and it starts curling out, and sometimes that flashing will actually, rather than becoming a barrier, it becomes a funnel that forces water running down the uh, the face of the chimney. It forces that water into the uh, into the attic, and then of course into the living space. So you'll see homeowners try to seal that with roofing tar or whatever, and that never works. But um, that's the kind of stuff you're going to be looking for as the home inspector to make sure that you pass that important information on to your clients. So that's what, uh, that's what step flashing is. Make sure that you look for it. The drip line. 
I want to talk about the drip line here. If you have um, quite often, again, I mean, the reason why there's home inspectors is that people do stupid things and it's your job to identify the stupid things and make sure that the client of yours doesn't inherit the stupid things without actually knowing about it. So sometimes you'll have homeowners put a roof up and they don't put a drip line or drip flashing uh, along there. Now flashing again, it's right on the drip edge. Its purpose is to capture that water and force it over the edge what you don't want to allow is to have water basically uh, get almost all the way to the edge of the of the drip line and then and then flow down into the uh, into the structure again. Um, that sometimes happens because you've got shingles that are cupped and curling. Uh, sometimes it's for other reasons, but you want to make sure that there's a drip line there of a uh, of a metal or at least a um, a waterproof variety so that uh, you can make sure that the water goes again where it's supposed to go. It needs to go over the felt along the rake. Of course, you know, if everything's done right, you're not going to see that felt, so you don't know if it's going to be there. But um, <clears throat> if you see that there is felt visible, they did it wrong. You need to write it up. Now, um, I guess another thing I should mention, the rake is is not actually a drip line per se. Uh, that's that's the edge of a um, of a gable roof. It's your fascia, and it's um, it's going to be finished. But you're not going to actually have water run over that edge because because that's a that's a drip line. So the rake is is the other side that the water doesn't want to run down. Okay, and uh, overfelt along the rake, underfelt along the eaves. So um, that's how we want to do the, the drip line. Pay attention to that. Make sure you've, uh, you've got that one noted as well. Okay, let's go back to the chimney because that's where a lot of problems can happen. Um, you will have or you should have a cricket or some sort of a flow diverter. Um, on the top side of the chimney. Imagine, if you will, now a cricket is basically, imagine an Egyptian pyramid, and then you take a knife and you chop it in half along the lines of the edges. So now what you have is, is a triangular section that, um, that is called a cricket, and it's used, you know, again, it's used above the, um, the chimney to force water to go where you want it to go. Uh, that is going to be a necessity. Otherwise, you're going to have snow and ice and, and uh, water pile up against the top side of the chimney where it is going to cause problems. Um, you can also have what's called head flashing, but I would only think that that would be okay in areas where you're not going to have snow and ice. Uh, head flashing is basically um, on the top side of, of the chimney, that flashing is going to prevent water from going down into the chimney. So that's uh, that to me is not nearly as good an option as, as having a cricket there. Now, that's, that's what's on the top side, and that is important, and it becomes more important the further down the roof line that the, um, that the, the chimney is. So, for example, if you've got the chimney right near the crest of the roof, 
less of an issue, still important, but less of an issue. If you've got the chimney right down near the eaves, then much more of an issue. You really can't allow snow and ice to build up that much without having a a cricket there. So now we've got the top side covered. Um, We've got the cricket and or the head flashing. On the sides, you want to go with step flashing and counter flashing if possible. If the home is newer, then you're going to want to you're going to want to look for the counter flashing. Now we talked earlier about step flashing. Basically, it's uh, it kind of looks like a set of stairs, and um, it's going to be a number of smaller sections that is that are installed um, down the edge of the chimney, so that again you can force water to go where you want it to go. Now, I had mentioned that sometimes if you got step flashing, that uh, the top side of that flashing can open up, and then you've got the funnel effect. The way to deal with that is called counter flashing, and with the counter flashing, you will see where they have actually installed another layer of flashing over the step flashing, inserted uh, the top side actually into the masonry in the chimney, and then that steps or that flashes over the uh, the step flashing and forces water again to stay on the exterior of the chimney, uh, where it can stay on the roof and then run down safely into the rain gutter. Um, if you're not clear on any of these, by the way, uh, you know how to go to Google and uh, just look it up yourself. You'll get some pictures. It is nice to have these podcasts because you can listen anywhere, but it sure is hard to, uh, it's a lot harder to create a mental picture than to see a real picture. So, uh, do that as part of your training and, uh, then make sure that you got that down right so that you can do the outstanding job for your clients. Now, one more Water has now run down the chimney. It's hit the cricket. It's run out over to the side of the chimney. It's hit the step flashing and the counter flashing, and that water is still behaving. Now that water continues to run down. It's going to hit the base of the chimney. It still needs to see flashing because, again, you don't want, you've controlled water thus far. You don't want it to flow underneath the shingles on the bottom side where, where it causes problems down there. So down there, you're looking for base flashing, also known as apron flashing. And basically on that one, the the flashing needs to be on the top side of the roof so that, again, it drains onto the the roof surface as opposed to underneath the shingles. That is your training on uh, on flashing. We've talked about kick-out flashing, valley flashing, vent flashing, step flashing, drip edge, flashing and um, and just generally about flashing in, in certain areas, i.e. the chimneys and uh, and the like. Um, kind of sounds like Forrest Gump where he's talking about shrimp and all the things you can do with shrimp. The difference is that if you miss some of this flashing stuff on a client's home, you will get that 3 a.m. phone call, and that is a lot less tasty than shrimp. Okay, um, homemedicusa.com org for more information and um, go out there be careful be respectful do a great job for the client you'll stay in business you'll get business more easily and you will as always make me proud <laughs>